So it might have escaped you, but Angel Delight was the title of the Nativity this year. And um, Angel Delight was first uh, provided uh, in 1967, which was the same year that I was born. Uh, So we're both 55 years old uh, this year. The first uh, flavor was strawberry and cream, uh, produced by birds, more famous for the custard, I would say, because Angel Delight is certainly not one of my favorite uh, puddings. Christmas pudding from Lidl, that's certainly up my street. Um, a week until Christmas. Uh, Jocelyn, have you got your puddings chosen for next week? She does. So I suspect that most of you have. And I, I suspect most of you won't be having Angel Delight. Trifle, possibly, Pavlova. Um, but I'm going to take the pudding theme just to explore a couple of older puddings. This is the first one. Any takers for this pudding? Eve, who said that? Paul Anderson. Pete, was that what you were going to say? Excellent. You know your pudding's better than I do. Um, okay. Um, so Eve's pudding. So this, the first written recipe for Eve's pudding is from 1824. So a good century and a half older than Angel Delight. And for me, it's just apple and sponge. Uh, Originally, it was called Mother Eve's Pudding. Uh, And Eve was actually in the nativity this morning. You may remember when the warrior angels were describing some of their ventures to earth. They mentioned that they had to go and guard the Garden of Eden because... uh, Adam and Eve had been banished from the garden. And it's an apple that gives its name to the pudding because Eve ate of the forbidden fruit, disobeyed God, gave it to Adam, and he did likewise. And ever since that time, every human being that has ever lived has disobeyed God. God designed this world in which we live, and Genesis says it it was good. And in some of these spectacular winter mornings this week, I suspect that you too could believe that in the beginning it was good. God also designed human beings, and he said that they were very good. And again, lots of people do lots of good things, but you don't have to read Uh, the newspaper for very long or watch your news for very long either to discover that the world, our world, is broken. And human beings are the ones that have done that. Broken relationships, broken families, broken nations, broken climate. The Bible tells us that this happened and continues to happen Because human beings, all of us, have decided to follow our own direction, follow our own desires, rather than follow God's ways. And that's what the Bible simply calls sin. But the good news 
of Christmas and Easter is that God hasn't left us in our sin. As we see and from the and heard from the angels today, God had foretold for for centuries that he was going to do something about that problem that happened in the Garden of Eden. The Old Testament prophets, there's 300 prophecies at least, foretelling the birth of the Messiah. And we saw one of them from Isaiah, who looked awful like uh, Dan King uh, at the front. For to us a child is born, son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he'll be called Wonderful Counselor, Almighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And there are all these prophecies pointing to the Messiah coming. And that brings us to our next pudding. Any takers for this? Yes, pineapple upside down pudding. Upside down pudding is what uh, I've called it. Uh, And again, this is much older than 1967. Uh, as it involves baking in a, a single pan, originally a cast iron skillet where you put the fruit in, then put the batter on, then you bake it and then you flip it out uh, after it's baked. Sounds like I know what I'm talking about, but I, as all of you who know me, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I can read. So, I... And if you think about it, Christmas is a pretty upside down event. God, the creator of the universe, all that we see and all that we can't see, came from heaven and took on the nature of a human being. How upside down is that, that God, all-powerful, all-knowing, would humble himself to become a vulnerable baby boy born in Bethlehem about 2,000 years ago. And as we heard in that Matt Redmond song, his name is Jesus, which means he will save his people from their sins. But God didn't just take on human nature. He also took our sin. And Jesus is the only human who is perfect took on sin and Second Corinthians chapter 5 tells us, For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. How upside down is that? The only person never to have sinned, willingly taking our sin and dying on a cross. Punishment that was ours, he bore himself. He suffered in our place, which means that we can have peace with God as the angels predicted that day. And the good news this Christmas is that it wasn't just the first Christmas that peace with God could be obtained. All we have to do for that to happen is to admit that we are sinners. Believe that Jesus died. And as uh, they reminded us with that verse from John 3:16, for all who believe, uh, eternal life is the answer. 
We become part of God's family now and forever. We become children of the living God. And that is what we're designed for, relationship with God. But following Jesus won't always be straightforward at all because God's ways are different to those of this world. It's pretty much an upside-down way of living as Jesus himself demonstrated when he washed the disciples' feet. He was a master, but took on the role of a servant. And he asked us, as his followers, to do the same. And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I've given you an example to follow. Do as I have done for you. Jesus came that first Christmas to turn the world upside down. And he continues to do that today. Wendy was listening to uh, Jeremy Vine on uh, just a couple of weeks ago, just after the census had been produced from England and Wales, saying that for the first time, less than 50% in England and Wales identified themselves uh, as non-Christian, either another religion or no religion at all. And there was a telephone phone-in about that. And most of the calls were about younger people who uh, said that they had no religion rather than nominal or cultural Christianity, which had been the norm for a number of years. But then there was a a middle-aged lady who called in, called Kirsty from southeast London, and she said that uh, she described herself as a middle-aged professional woman who, at the start of lockdown, had been working from home 16 hours a day and had gone out into her garden and suddenly began to think, you know, is this what it's all about? Is this all there is? Is this what life is meant to be. And she started accessing her local church online and then when lockdown finished, she went along. And in her own words, she discovered that religion is something that is man-made, whereas Christianity is about a living relationship with the God who had designed her for that purpose. She's since been baptized And finished the call by encouraging the listeners to go and find out, investigate Jesus for themselves. Because in her words, she said, her life has been changed and it is wonderful, was what she said. So there you have it. It's a tale of two puddings. (laughs) And like it, when you come to your dessert menu, you're going to have to make a choice. If you're still tasting Eve's pudding this morning, then it's my prayer that this Christmas you will taste the upside-down pudding of Jesus. Your life, as Kirsty witnessed to, will never be the same again. And for those of us who've already chosen the upside-down 
pudding. Then let's strive to follow Jesus' example and be upside down in our living as we follow him. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the joy of Christmas. It's just been great to witness the kids uh, taking part in the angel delight and giving us a glimpse of what it might have meant in heaven for your son to take on human flesh. And Father, this Christmas time, I pray that we all might understand and appreciate a bit more the wonder of who he is. Wonderful counselor, almighty God, everlasting father, the prince of peace, and his name is Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And what a wonderful truth that is. Be with us as we share together and be with us this week as we anticipate the wonder of Christmas next week. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.